All right, if you're a home buyer coming up for renewal in the next year, you're not going to want to miss this video. We are going to share three tips that are going to save you money, prevent stress, and set you up for long-term success. So without further ado, let's get into it, Tom. Let's do it. So we're going to get right into it. Like if you're someone that is coming up for renewal in the next six months to even a year, the first thing I would consider is like for sure, don't sign on the dotted line. If your lender in your bank is sending out a letter and telling you, hey, here's your options for renewal, seek advice first before signing on the dotted line. We personally have seen people renew early and it's actually costing them thousands of dollars because what the bank wants you to do is renew right now while rates are dropping. Like as of today, fixed rates are continuing to drop. So why would you sign the renewal letter and lock you in to whatever they're offering you now when you can have potential rate decreases in the future? So that's number one. And then the second thing from that that kind of ties into it is reach out to your broker. So if you don't have a mortgage broker, figure that out first, ask a realtor, or you can reach out to us if you want to. And that broker is going to set you up for success because every mortgage broker has access to 50 plus lenders. So they're going to take your information. They're going to take your application. From there, they're going to shop around to multiple lenders. And that's where they're going to find you the best deal. But I will say not every mortgage broker is considered equal. And that's not just a plug for us. Want to make sure you ask the question to them. Hey, if we're going to work together, are you going to have my back? And are you going to ensure that I have the lowest rate up until I close on my renewal? And so Brandon, why don't you kind of talk a bit about like what we do with float downs? For sure. So key piece there is not every broker and not every bank are the same. Okay. So banks always looking out for their bottom line. That's why they want to capture you with early renewal. Brokers sometimes will put you with a lender whose initial rate is great, but there's this thing called float downs. And basically what a float down is, is let's say the bank is Scotiabank. If I place you with Scotiabank, I will continuously request Scotia to drop your mortgage anytime they release lower rates between now and closing. So we have access to these unlimited float downs. Some lenders only offer one float down request. So while the initial rate might seem more attractive, if your broker triggers that float down too early, you could miss out on savings that compounded over the term of your mortgage amount to thousands of dollars. So you have to know the game and you have to know how to play the game. With that, the next big piece is to consider future plans and goals. So are you going to be moving? If you're moving and you might be leaving the province, don't renew with your credit union. Make sure you have portability features. Think about some of these things that might seem trivial at the time, but could amount to thousands of dollars of penalties that could add up over time. Yeah, and that's a great point because to further elaborate on the credit union situation, like if you are with a credit union, they offer great products, but one limitation they have is if you want to move to a new province, you're not going to be able to do that. And that's why we mentioned the porting feature within your mortgage. And what that means is you're able to take your mortgage and bring that over to a new property. So if you are near future going to be shopping for a new home or you're selling, whatever the case is, you want to make sure that you're not going to incur penalties and you have that porting feature available to you. So yes, rate is important, but there's so many different aspects to the mortgage that you want to make sure you have. Coming up for renewal, this is the best time to optimize on the mortgage going forward because you have the time, you have the ability to switch to a new lender. So another piece to that is also prepayment privileges. So if you're going to be having the plan and the goal of paying down your mortgage quicker, then you want to ensure that you have really good prepayment privileges. So what that means is essentially encompasses the ability for you to pay down your mortgage quicker by setting out terms in the guideline, in the policies when you sign on your mortgage. So to give you an example, 
most prepayment privileges are between 15 to 20 percent of the annual mortgage amount. So let's say you have a mortgage amount of $100,000 and that's the starting mortgage amount. Every single year, you can put up to either $15,000 or $20,000 towards that mortgage every single year. So if you're with a lender that's offering 10%, then that could be a big difference if you have a bigger mortgage. So it does make a big difference overall. So make sure you have at least a 15% prepayment privilege. And Brandon, why don't you kind of elaborate on some of the pitfalls to some lenders with their rulings on when you can pay that as well. Yeah, so certain lenders are going to significantly reduce that and they're going to bring you down to a 10% prepayment privilege or only allow you to do it at one point in the year. The disadvantage of that is let's say you don't have the 10% on February 3rd when they require that, you miss your opportunity and it doesn't carry forward. The other disadvantage there too is they know that they get to charge you the full interest on the principal because you don't have that opportunity to do the principal pay down. A key piece here too when it comes to these prepayment privileges and things like that is you want to make sure that you're optimizing for your long-term strategy. So I was just talking to a client and I gave him the example. He has 16 years left on his term. I said, you know, right now you have 16 years left. You're at a lender that only allows 10% prepayment privilege. Let's put you to 30-year amortization and we'll put you with a 20% prepayment privilege. He was like, why would I add 14 years to my mortgage? I was like, because we're going to take some of that equity, that savings, you can use it to invest in a property or a different investment stream. And then you have that prepayment privilege. So you take the savings and you lump sum it against the actual mortgage itself. If he wanted to, he can now pay that mortgage off in five years. But if he wants to do an investment or he wants to start a business, do different strategies that way, he doesn't have to worry about having the super high monthly payment. Yeah, it gives you the flexibility in the best of both worlds, having the lower payment. And yes, on paper, you're going to take longer to pay off the mortgage. But if you use your prepayment privileges wisely and you have it set up properly, no brainer because you do have the low payment and you have the flexibility to pay down that mortgage quicker. And the last point to considering your future plans and goals is if you are someone that is planning on investing in real estate, or maybe it's even a thought, then now is the best time to think about extending that amortization like we just talked about. So the longer the amortization, typically the lower the payment. In that case, you're going to be able to afford more of a mortgage in the future for future rental properties. So having a 30-year AM ensures that you're going to afford the most going forward. So that's a key piece as well if you are someone that plans on investing in the future. For sure. And not even just focusing purely on investing. Let's say you've had a few years that were kind of rough. You had to buy a new vehicle. Maybe credit card spending got out of control. Renewal is a great time to do a refinance instead. Use the equity you've built in your home, consolidate some of those debts, the bad consumer debts or the higher interest debts into your mortgage itself and set yourself up for success. Yeah. So, I mean, that's our fourth point is you can refinance. So refinancing is similar to a renewal, the process itself. But what you're doing is you're restructuring your mortgage. So you can restructure your mortgage by either extending that amortization or you can take out equity to either pay off debts or invest in real estate or invest in traditional investments like putting it into your TFSA, RSP, whatever you want to do with that money, it's there and it's available if you do have the equity in your home. And as long as you, of course, qualify on the mortgage, that's when you would do a refinance. And honestly, like when it comes to renewals, that is the best time to refinance because you're not going to incur a penalty 
because you're going to have the closing date set on the actual renewal date. So that's super key. And that's stuff that we look for our clients as well. If they have some high interest debts, we'll look at that from a holistic point of view to ensure that they are paying the least amount of interest and they're tightening up things and increasing their cash flow. Exactly. So while you may be tempted to just avoid all the pain of documents and reaching out to brokers, taking steps like that, don't rush to just sign that first offer from your bank because they know that it's going to make them money and it's going to cost you money long term. Awesome. All right. That's our tips for you. If you're coming up for renewal in the next six to 12 months, please share with people in your network and smash the subscribe button below for more tips on how you can earn more and save more.